Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. Love that. That's no, uh, welcome to the podcast. Don't. don't. <laughs> no, I'm, ki- I'm not kidding. We've had a big show today. We had I'm going a, on a voice senator, strike. the Tasmanian Green Senator Nick McKim, coming on to run through exactly why and how he grilled the Reserve Bank of Australia Governor, Philip Lowe. A great chat. We also had Anthony Kalia on with his partner and husband, Tim Campbell. He's talking, loose. Talking about their show. They are loose. Mum, if you found a way to download this podcast, because she's been trying Keep for listening, months, Liz. Don't. They do say whore on there, Liz, so be I careful. Would, I would not use that word You're on air. You're allowed to say, not, I'm not on air. This is just... But um, it did go to air. Well, that was Anthony Kalia that said that. He has the voice. I said this before. He has the voice of an angel. Phil said, our boss said... But he, has, we, he swears like a sailor. He does. He, Phil said that we could leave... Whore on the radio, but I'm saying I, whore. I'm actually not throwing I'm our, bus, I thought, our boss under anything. No, I, I thought, think that's a really ridiculous <laughs> shift of blame yeah. to put on to. I wasn't privy to that you're conversation. You're saying all this because he's standing outside I the was, door here waiting to come in and probably berate us. I, no, he, he never berates me. He's always been nothing but supportive. Yeah, I know. I love with, him too. We all love Phil. We you all do, love Phil. Why don't you do your impersonation of Phil no, that you often do off air? I that Go was on. I said tongue in cheek and I tried to make a joke about tongue in cheek stuff and mm. it didn't Look, why are you go? trying to get me how in did, trouble? How did, how did it go uh, when you made in This is getting of the into boss? dangerous territory for you, Esther. Not for because me. There's so many things that happen uh, off air that, that I think you went I something like, Oh, what are you doing, Troops? No. I think that's kind of how you tried to do no. the impersonation. I'm like, he doesn't no. sound like that at all. He's a seasoned he's, he's been doing radio, our boss Phil very, very good. for forty years. And very, very good at it, let me tell you. And he used to work in Launceston too. Here's he's, what you missed in the show. <laughs> I've just wrapped you up. Oh, you just <laughs> cut me up. This is Woody and Tubes. Triple M Good morning, Tasmania. Good morning. Kingston Beach. We're on 15 at the moment. We're going for a top of 29. Yuck. Which I, I mean, love. I'm not a this fan. surprises me with YouTube's because you're a Tasmanian like me, born here. Yeah. And you don't like the nice weather on the, in the limited months that we have it. 23 is my top. Perfect. Maybe you should Shorts, go Shorts, t-shirt. Uh, just a bit hot today for me. Why don't you go and live in a supermarket? Because that's temperature controlled. Like, seriously, Eastland's always 19.5 degrees. Love a bit of fresh air, don't we? I like like getting outside. I love it. But it's a bit hot. Why don't you like the warm weather? It's great. You get that vitamin D. Do you know about 80% of Tasmanians, this is a loose fact, but... This is a Woody's Believe um, It or Not. ...suffer from vitamin D deficiency. Yeah, I, I love getting that vitamin D, but... At 29, we all know that's a bit hot. It's beautiful down at Eaglehawk. Uh, there was a guy, though, that I saw on the beach there. He had a metal detector. Yeah. Because we'd had some storms. Yeah. And it was a bit like quicksand oh. around the areas that Mr. Chunky Pants and my lady and my dogs you, and well, I go. You, I hope you know how to... We've been talking about quicksand. It was seriously... I was sinking. Oh, yeah? And Chunky Pants just looked at me. 
Like, when are you going to throw my ball? Well, or I'm do not I sure have how a dog's going to rescue you. You see it all the time. You actually see... He's not see, a St. Bernard. You, you see... A mountain dog. There was once a pig... He's the size of one. He's a big boy. There but was, he's probably not... He's not an overly good rescuer, is he? Well, I don't know. He's never been tested. Did the bloke with a metal detector find anything? No. He, he was shoveling up a few times. But really? not to my knowledge, he didn't find anything. But on that... If you've ever had an animal that's rescued you, I'd love to know because do you know there was a pig that saved an entire family? Here we go. From a burning house. It was a pet pig and it used to live inside and it went through the house and went (laughs) like that. Good. That's another one. Mark it down. Let me just, sorry, get my Woody's Animal Noises. Marking that down. 608. Well, if we had a better budget, I would have pig noises. (laughs) Yeah, make them myself. This pig saved the whole family. Yeah, because it woke up the whole family. But so my point is... Because it's been barbecued, a little bit of crackling. um, I want to know more about this guy on the beach with the metal detector. Did you go and talk to him? No. Did he find anything? I saw him digging. I didn't see him pick anything up. You sure? Well, a lot of stuff gets washed up back on beaches. Because I lost a Frisbee, Mr Chunky Pants' Frisbee. It washed up six months later. Really? At the same beach. I found, I found something on the beach that is one of the most random things I've ever found. Don't have time for it now. Most ra- oh, okay. Because you have gone on a bit. Yeah, come on. You're I talking think- about pigs rescuing families and that sort of garbage. It's Triple M Breakfast. The Reserve Bank have been grilled over interest rate rises by the Senate. Tessa Randello from our Triple M Hobart newsroom joins us now. Morning, Tessa. Good morning. Now, Nick McKim, Tassie's Nick McKim, he was one of those senators that grilled Mm -hmm. the Reserve Bank Governor, Philip Lowe. And we're going to talk to Nick after eight. But this is basically where the the Senate can grill anyone that they like. That's exactly in the news. It's all about government expenditure, right? So we've got a committee of senators that go out there and can grill, like you say, Mm. Woody, whoever making the decisions on certain government Industry. So the Reserve Bank of Australia is overseen by the government. Yes, and they're also looking into, you know, obviously all the impacts that the cost of living crisis is having on all these people. But the Reserve Bank boss, he's defending some of the RBA's decisions. He's defending them, saying that the cash rate, you know, it needed to hike um, so that we can get inflation under wraps. And in, if the unemployment rate comes in a little bit higher as well, he's going to, he says that's all connected. But he has apologised for the hard time that some some Australians have had to go through. But he's he's still kind of sticking by his guns and saying that there still will be more interest rate oh, rises. And, like I don't want to say he lo- he got a fixed rate before this went up, but what I'm saying I'm frustrated by that because he's a person in privilege. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how he receives hundreds of letters from people that are going to be homeless, people that cannot afford. The people that he is penalising are the people that don't have a disposable income. That's what I'm frustrated about. So the reason why they've increased interest rates is to try and slow down inflation. That's the natural progression of things as I understand it. I think the problem here is that by slowing down inflation, he's putting the Reserve Bank are putting more pressure on mortgage holders, which is, again, slowing down inflation. I think it's up to the government, not necessarily the Reserve Bank, but the government to then go after the big banks. So banks have made record profits over mm-hmm. the last little while despite being in COVID. 
and there are people out there that are doing it tough and I think it's about the government trying to identify the people who are doing it the toughest to give them a handout because no doubt there are people out there that aren't doing it as tough as some. So finding and identifying those people who need the assistance, that's what the government is supposed to do. It all felt like a bit of lip service. I, I wasn't impressed. And, and this is from a reserve bank that said interest rates wouldn't go up to 2024. On that information, people went and bought houses. Yep. Yeah, it's and, pretty, pretty and rough. It's back really? to what you were talking about with the banks. You know, it's not, they don't have to bring up the cash rate, but every time they have chosen to. So it's come from 0.1% to 3.35% since May. I can tell you that my current home loan rate is about 519 so they're making just under 2% for lending me the money. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously some information that they need to do and, and they're taking a bit of risk by rolling the dice on someone like me and, and my partner Aaron. But they're not, I, I don't feel like it's, I, I don't feel like this is actually helping folks like me. And, and like, to be fair, I'm in a position of privilege but not as privileged as someone like Philip Lowe, perhaps. I'm telling you, I bet you he fixed his rate. Oh, he fixed his rate. He would have... Well, if he did, well, he's got some insider knowledge, hasn't he? Well, he has, he's the guy. He makes a decision. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Today I'll fix it. Tomorrow I'll raise rates. <laughs> we are going to be joined by Nick McKim, one of those senators, to talk about that more and what it means for you, Hobart. Give us some good news, hey? Well, Kate Blanchett has gone on Jimmy Kimmel and oh. talked about how strong and how amazing Tassie footballers are, which is so fun. We already know this. They were talking about, is it the gravel pit? Is yeah, yeah the, the gravel, gravel pit. Yeah, down at Queenstown. So yeah. my family grew up in Queenstown. We spent a lot of time down there. Dad played a lot of footy on the gravel. Um, and it was tough, and it is tough. There's still the Queenstown Crows that play uh, up there in Queenstown on the gravel. This is what she had to say on late-night American television. Where I come from, we have a football that's, we call it football, it's Aussie rules. Where footy, it's, you call footy, it, right? Yeah, footy. Yeah. And they, they basically, it's this, they have a similar kind of ball, except they don't have the protection. <laughs> Any, they don't even have sleeves, right? They were wearing... <laughs> they, yeah, they, they were shorts and really, yeah, little tank tops. And my, my uncle used to play professionally for Essendon. Oh, he did? Wow. Yeah, and my cousin played in Tasmania where they, it's so hardcore that they play on gravel. Is that true? Yeah. So, I mean, the Super Bowl, it's like, you know, they take a few hits, but you go to Tasmania and they play real far. On gravel. <laughs> on gravel, yeah. I love how she has to just explain it for the Americans. <laughs> and you know what I reckon? It's great that we're in the international spotlight for a while. How about giving us our own oh. AFL team? Gil McLaughlin, so if you're listening. <laughs> Which one? The CEO or the Tasmanian one? All of them. They're both the same name, aren't they? Yeah, but Damien Gill's got, I don't think he has a choice there. This is Woody and Tubes. Got a man that pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose, broke a record. That's not new. Ended up in hospital for attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. <laughs> That's not new. No, wait, I'm not finished. School worker allegedly embezzled $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. I thought he was allegedly a school worker. So $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. Yeah. Let me do some quick maths on that. The chicken wings. About six ninety nine a kilo. Okay. Sorry, you continue. The chicken wings were at the centre of an embezzlement scheme. Wow, that's a lot of, t- that's the, a lot of chicken wings. The sting began two years ago. It was an undercover sting. Did he 
steal some sauce as well because a chicken wing without sauce is no good. Now, were they full extended chicken wings? Were they the whole thing or just the... Were they cut down already? Vera Liddell, a former director of food services, mm. has been charged now with two felony counts. Felonies? Continuing financial crimes enterprise and theft exceeding $1 million. Yeah. I don't know if that's cost or retail value. $1.5 million. Oh, okay, cost. Yep. By the way, six ninety nine. That's yeah. That's two hundred and fourteen thousand kilograms of chicken wings. Liddell that's a fair bit. Began placing hundreds. It was discovered in the undercover sting. Hundreds of unauthorized orders for food items. Are they cooked already? Primarily chicken. Oh, are they that cooked? A serious question. Or are they? He works for a school. Okay, so they are cooked. No, you would cook them on site. When would you get boxes of cooked chicken wings? Uh, you go to a local fried chicken vendor and you say, could I please have a box of chicken wings, please? He wasn't doing drive-by KFC and taking it back to school. I was more thinking legs and breasts. There were 11,000 cases of chicken. 11,000 cases? Yeah. Okay, okay. So 214,000. So I'm just doing some quick maths here. Would you continue on? Alarm bells rang when... Do, what? How many did you say? 11,000. The, cho- the chicken wings were discovered to have had bones in them. Yeah, about 20 kilos each, I reckon those boxes are. And so 20 kilos. You're not allowed to have chicken wings with bones in them at school. So oh. this is what where he oh, I felt made that's a mis- where he slipped up. Yeah. Slipped up on the old bone issue. They should never have been ordered. This is probably the most alarming part. To be honest, the school's order. This is one school ordering one point five million dollars of chicken wings, and they only picked up because the bones were in them. No, the whereabouts wrong. of the eleven thousand cases of chicken. They wings. should have picked up when they ordered two hundred and fourteen thousand kilograms of chicken wings. How many people are at this school? Are they... They're idiots. The whereab- what's, he, what's he doing with them? The whereabouts of the 11,000 cases of chicken wings remain unclear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The chicken wings are still missing and people are being encouraged that if you come across anyone attempting to sell you cheap, large batches of chicken wings to contact police immediately. You, you would hope. You would hope they'd start looking around refrigeration units. You'd hope they're in the fridge. Because there's nothing worse than a lukewarm, uncooked chicken wing. I'm surprised you didn't get away with it. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Text chat. We love getting your texts on 0488 This one came throughout the day and you can text us all throughout the day on that number. Morning Woody and Tubes. Wednesday's traffic was gridlocked from at least Tranmere. The 758 bus was running late, and by the time it went six stops, was absolutely packed with people standing up in the aisle. Took 49 minutes on Wednesday morning. The question I would like asked to the Metro CEO is why the service has got to this stage when drivers have been reporting abuse and discrimination against them for 20 months. We, the public, pay her wage and we expect her to run a service, not cancel over 100 trips a day. That is not acceptable. 
What have Metro not? Why have Metro not employed security guards on the trips that have issues? Lots of buck passing happening and refusing to stand before the public is gutless. If she or they can't do the job, then get and get the buses running. Then step down and let someone else do the job. She's had long enough, and we're not going to accept this disgrace anymore. Cheers, Leanne. Thanks for your text, Leanne. And we've put a call in to try and get the CEO of Metro back on, Caddy Cooper. When we spoke with her, it was just as school was going back. So she said then that it might be disruptions for a couple of weeks, but you're right. Hobart's right. We've been talking about this just on our show since it started nearly a year ago. Cara in Glenorchy has texted us in with a simple message. Metro drivers can't strike. Is that right? We'll have to fact check that on you, Cara, but that's what she's saying. police can't either. We know that the Allied Health Professionals are striking next Thursday at 1pm, mm-hmm. so plenty of strike we'll be fo- action happening. following up throughout next week what that's going to mean for you. And a text from Anonymous, based off the fact that Philip Lowe, the Reserve Bank Governor, is defending himself and his options of increasing the cash rate by 0.25%, yep. nine times now in a row. You know, he doesn't have a mortgage. That's what I've heard. No, this is this is oh. in news last night that Philip Lowe doesn't have a mortgage yep. and earns over one million dollars a year. Thanks from Amanda. Mm. Must Good be on hard. Amanda. I thought that was anonymous, but she's dropped a name on there. You can text us anytime. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. We want to know what's going on in your world. Just on the Reserve Bank, we will be speaking with Senator Nick McKim after eight. He was one of the senators that grilled the Reserve Bank Governor over these interest rate hikes, and so I'll be interested. Look. He seems like a very smirky guy. Some people suggested that he was having a bit of a laugh. This is Philip Lowe, not, yep. not Nick McKean. Oh, no. Sorry, not Nick McKean. <laughs> um, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I want to go inside that room to find out what is happening. I watched a little bit of the Senate estimates, which was he looks extremely like a... boring. But <laughs> I did listen for a while, and it was interesting in what they were talking about. But like you said, I felt like... Philip Lowe was sitting there being grilled by senators and he gave me the impression that he thought he was being grilled by people that didn't know what his job was. That's what, like, he, it was almost... Well, they shouldn't. That's his job. Yes. We're not all supposed to do your job, mate. Okay, no, all right. Fight up, Woody. I'm fine now. Fight up, Woody. This is Woody and Tubes. Before eight, tickets to the Red Hot Summer Tour that's sold out. Oh, yeah. Only station in town with your tickets. All you got to do is listen out for Paul Kelly. As soon as you hear him, it can happen at any moment between now and eight. Give us a call, one triple three five three. You were talking before about a bloke that was walking along with a metal detector on yes. Eagle Hawk Neck Beach. Well, because it was like quicksand down there on the weekend from all the storms. That's not why he was there, though, right? Yeah, like, because it washes stuff up. So he was walking, he had a shovel in one hand yeah. and he had a metal detector in the other. Yeah. It's amazing what you find. I used to dream of having a metal detector when I was a kid. Oh, that's cute. Because I used to love walking along the beach and finding things. And you love money. Well, yeah. It's not about money. It's just about finding things, like random different things. You always find random things. What about your... um, What was it that you found? Cash machine. That's it. I found a... I was walking along the beach, walking up the footpath back to the car. It was on the northwest coast. It was at Olveston. And I was walking back to the car, and I looked down on the footpath, not you know, like the not a footpath. It was like a beach track. And I looked down, and 
I'm picked up a cash machine. So not not a cash register, but a cash counting machine. Like you know, what like the drug a, dealers use. Well, allegedly. I'm not sure. I was more thinking about what they use in the bank. Oh. But you know they they. I just put watch a, narcos. Put That's a st- all. <laughs> put a stack of cash down on the thing, Who has and it goes. It? <sighs> yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? But it didn't have a plug, so I was like, oh okay. Well, I wonder wonder one if this is worth any money, and two if it works. So I took it home, and it had a printer cable plug in the back. Put all your money like, out, Scrooge. No, well, I put the put the plug in, and then plugged it in, and it didn't work. I guess that's probably why they chucked it out. If you're but missing a cash, cash machine, cash counter machine, one triple three five three, we'll reunite you with it. My partner Erin is pretty happy that, to give it back to whoever owns it. If you're listening on the Lister app up in Alveston, one of those. I wouldn't have enough notes for it to count, but do they have one of those for coins? Yeah. A coin counting machine. Yes. Because I've got a lot of five-set pieces that some parking meters don't want to take. That is... Oh, tell you what. What? Frustrating that the, you know, the parking meters now don't really... It's a struggle to operate those. It's a struggle to Please operate those. Please don't do this. This cannot be my life. But the... We like, cannot be having elderly conversations yet. I actually took the cash counting machine apart because mm-hmm. I thought something I may have got jammed in there that... The cash, there was no cash in it. So I put it back together. But if you're missing a cash counting machine, give us a call, one triple three five three. It was found in about 2006. Triple M Breakfast. Gee, that comes in hot, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> it hurts my ears every time. Bit of a mixed bag today in Tubes' Spin on Sport. There's plenty of sport happening across this day. We've got tonight the Jack Jumpers mm. taking on the New Zealand Breakers. Cannot wait. In a do or die clash. Must win if they are to continue their season. And the hope of playing, I reckon, the Sydney Kings in the championship round. You tip? Uh, I don't like tipping against my team. So the Jack Jumpers. Okay. Good to see Josh Majette back out there on the court today. He won't play tonight. He's still recovering from his broken cheekbone. But he's talking that if they can get him a mask that protects his face and doesn't impact too much on his playing, that if they make it through to the championship games, he might come back. That's huge. With a mask? Yeah. Like, like a, a Darth Vader mask? Hockey mask type thing. Well, then yeah. he, hopefully you can breathe in that. I'm yeah. sure it will. I'm sure there are people to look into that. I'm sure there's very qualified human beings. The Tasmania Tigers, both men and women's teams playing today. The men take on the New South Wales men at North Sydney Oval today. That is a day-night match kicking off at 2.05pm. But the women... You'll be there. Well, no, that's in Sydney, that one. Oh. That's the that's the men. I'm Which going, one are you going to? I'm going to the women. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm heading along to Blunston Arena today. This is a huge game for the Tasmanian Tigers. If they win today, they are guaranteed a home final in the Women's National Cricket League. That is enormous. That is a massive advantage to our Tasmanian Tigers women and their quest to be champions back-to-back. I just don't feel like there's been enough coverage of that. Well, we've been covering it here at No, Triple I know, M. I know, but I just haven't seen a lot, that's all. I feel like... It's the... huge. I don't want to be lost on people how big this is. This is a national competition. It's huge. This is as as good as women's sport gets yeah. in the state. There is no other women's national side, apart from the hockey, 
that I don't cover very much that I probably should cover. Hockey is a brutal sport. Hockey's insane. <laughs> play hockey. If there's anyone out there that's got <laughs> some information about the hockey, give us a call, one triple three five three or text 488 I'm just saying, I've been to a couple of those press conferences and it seems like you're the only one there sometimes. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. That's all right. That means it's a Triple M exclusive. Yeah. We'll be there today with part of the Triple M and the broadcast on the Cricket Network. You can come along if you like. It's free entry too. What's uh, yeah, very much it. fun. So, looking, ex- I'm very excited because they are playing the cellar dwellers at West Australia. But West Australia will be looking to bounce back after a very heavy loss on Mon- uh, Tuesday. I'm very excited about that. So, hopefully, we win and then we get a home final on the 25th of February. This is Woody and Tubes talking about things that you've lost or found in Tasmania. Tubes found. The dumbest thing in the world. It's a cash machine, like the alleged drug users use. Uh, Like narcos. Or or the bank tellers. Yeah, but how long ago? Do they still have... Do yeah, anyone have cash? Well, Do we know where any of the cash in the world does is? Does anyone still count cash? <laughs> I went through Macca's drive-thru yeah. and I paid in 20 cent pieces for my coffee. This morning. And I felt so bad. <laughs> because yeah. they already had the, the thing out to swipe your card, but I'm broke. Keep the so, people on top of being able to count is what I'm saying. You're cash rich. You found a cash machine. I That's found a cash machine. Producer Ria's Hello, voice Ria. that you're Hello. hearing. This is unbelievable. And if you've ever lost a GoPro, this could be your lucky day. It could be. So it was a little, a, a few, maybe a month or so ago now that I've been sitting on this. I found a GoPro washed up on Blackman's Bay Beach. What? And have you had a look through the photos? I have. It took me a little <gasps> while to figure out how it works. Like, there were a few just random videos that I took of myself trying to figure it out. Just, like, by <laughs> pressing the buttons, I just was videoing me. Okay, Mum. <laughs> exactly. That's how I felt. But there were some great snorkelling photos. Lots what of people. type of fish? All sorts. Really? Amazing. There were angelfish. Some just, really pretty ones. You've just taken up snorkeling. I have just taken up snorkeling. So this would be... Right. If, if I cared less about other people and about... Hobart, I might keep this for myself. But <laughs> how are we going to find? I couldn't possibly. How well, are we going to find this? Well, there's some pictures on there that we. Ca- that, this is what they do in the police, right? You give out some information, but you withhold some. Yeah, so we'll withhold some information. But like I was thinking pictures I could, of the people. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a few little pictures of their all. all Yep. You know, safe for work that I can tell. <laughs> uh, but there's lots of fish ones, so I might I might post one of those, and we'll see if anyone recognises that it was there. Have you taken a picture of this fish? <laughs> was this yours? <laughs> one of the one million in the Derwent. Well, the questions are: one, have you lost a GoPro around Blackman's Bay Beach? Two, have you taken a photo of this fish? <laughs> or three, yours? Have you just found anything? <laughs> have you found what anything? Have you found? Yeah. We're joined in the studio by Australian power couple. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Anthony Kalia and Tim Campbell. Welcome to Hobart, boys. Uh, Very welcome being the power couple. Oh, good morning. <laughs> Haven't heard that before? Take, yes, well, take out a different way, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chips and I don't get out much. You know? My mum is a massive fangirl too, so shout out to Elizabeth. 
Now, you're here to talk about your show, Up Close and Unpredictable. Tell us mm. all about it. Well, it's going to be very unpredictable, hopefully not too up close, um, because as you get a little bit older, you know, lighting doesn't uh, help you that much. Right. There'll be Botox before the concert. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I'll be frozen to the max. Uh, no, but this is, we're so excited to come oh. to Hope Up because it started out as like 12 shows around the country and now we're up to 24. Um, yeah, and it's, I don't know how this is going to end up, probably in divorce, but uh, it's, it's going to be fun. There's going to be, obviously, we, we share the same band, so our entire band is coming and there's definitely going to be a lot of music, but there's definitely going to be a lot of um, dialogue, which I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, we'll have I mean, our, our normal music, there'll be a fair few duets as well, but uh, those who might follow us on social media during the lockdowns of craziness, yeah, yeah, we, we did a few things and, and the bathrobes are coming out, which will mean yeah. something to someone if, yes. if you saw that. So yes. there's a few little comical moments and a few little interviews and some of the music will be a bit biographical, but no, the difference is when cabaret. you wear a, um, a bathrobe on stage and you're not at home, you have to wear something on underneath. <laughs> you know. But not in this show. Not in this show. That's yeah. the unpredictable, unpredictable you know? nature. Have they shaved or not? There's a boob <laughs> slip. <laughs> might have a D slip. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Now I've got a question okay. to both of you because both of you have been on reality TV. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Anthony, you've been on Australian Idol. I was home and away. Home and away is a little bit real. reality. Yeah. But you're, you're on Dancing with the Stars as well. Yeah. I'm so keen to get Woody oh. onto <gasps> maths. No. Married Math. at first sight. Oh, no. So, it's no, maths. it's in a good way. It's it's my intentions are good because one so we know show, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but you you both have had experience on reality TV. Yeah. How do we actually get her on? I think you need to put a batshit crazy audition video together for oh, maths, I reckon. God, that that shouldn't be line. hard. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, well, But do you really like, want to no, marry someone at first sight? I don't want to get married again. That's oh, the problem. See, I'm the same. If we ever divorce, that's it. <laughs> Like, I'm not getting married again. I'm, tra- I'm trading in the diamonds, though. Right? Oh, I'm just going to turn into a whore. <laughs> I don't know where the dump button is. <laughs> You're not allowed to Am say Am I allowed that? to say, yes, we can. can we say whore? Of course, well, of course you just I did. would have been saying it all. I didn't say it. Hang on, the, defensive, on, the defensive truth, we're fine. It's all good. So no tips, no, no tips. But you're, oh. I'm happily divorced and everyone tries to set you up when you're happily divorced. No. I've never been happy. I don't only seem happy. I don't need to go on maths. I to support get... you, and I support that. You don't need to go on maths. Actually, no. you know what you do because because look, you don't actually get married on the show. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. But all you do is you get get with some kind of bogan on there. <laughs> then you break up a month ago, but then you'll be an influencer for the next two years. You fucking shit online. Influenza. So perfect. Yeah. yeah. There's a career path. You know what I'm saying? You build it, they will come. Correct. My my recommendation: if you ever want to be with someone moving forward, just old half a pulse and a very big bank account. I'm happy with that's that. That's true. I will that's go true. anywhere up to 90. I've said that and that's not a joke. I've always said she needs an older man just to influence over the top. That's Any fine. Any advice yeah. to a happily married uh, relationship? Yeah, marry an old um. man. <laughs> this might be the start of the divorce yeah. of Anthony Kalea and Tim the, Campbell. The right hasn't even started. I cannot wait. If this is anything to do like the show's going to be, is there anything it's off limits will. between you Two. Oh God, no! That's the problem. <laughs> we get ourselves uh-huh. in a lot of trouble between that and Dan Murphy. There's a lot of bad influence going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you've got to get along to this show, you've yeah. got to, and you've got a book. You've I got do. A book we announced out. it. Just announced it. So yes. yeah, it's out on April five. Oh I, I've never been so nervous in my life. Really? Because Why? It's, because this is basically me 
naked on stage. I know the visual, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, but <laughs> it's... <laughs> oh, shut up, Come you. on, Tim. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's there's stories in there that I've never, ever shared before. Oh, so and it's I'm like, the old one. You're putting out a memoir. Right? <laughs> you put out a memoir before you bloody once put my grave. <laughs> well, if today's chat is anything to go by, you can head along to timcampbell.com.au. I'm sure the show will be loads yes. of fun. Tim Campbell and Anthony Kalea, thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Thanks Thank for having us. That's the last time we've been invited back. Yeah. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. A lot of text messages this morning on 0488881073 to do with, again, the bus shortages. By 6am this morning, there were over 100 cancellations, tubes, or 100 cancellations. Yeah, taking loads of texts on 0488881073 across the morning. Yeah, and people... We have put the call out to the CEO of Metro. We've put the call out to the Transport Minister. Has he changed his number, producer? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm asking a question because it's been crickets. Have no. we heard back from the Transport Minister? We have not as yet. Okay. I'll have to follow up with his people. He does. Well, he obviously doesn't catch a bus, does he? It's uh, Michael Ferguson. I'm I just believe. saying he's not catching a bus, does he? Because he no, mustn't I'm, be aware. I'm sure he has his own personal transport. Yeah, well, anyway, is... we, we'll keep trying to reach out because it's got to be fixed. <laughs> no, why does no one want to talk to us? You know I get frustrated with this. I worry, I worry sometimes that maybe they think I might ask them a hard question. Like, when will the buses be not... on time and not cancelled? That's yeah. not a hard question, <laughs> is it? Will I be able to catch my 752 bus today from Howrah into the city? Depends. Ah, uh, yes, well. Triple M breakfast. We ask the hard questions <laughs> that are so obvious they could smack you in the face. No. Anyway, that's enough from me. This is Woody and Tubes. We have also been trying to reunite people in Tassie with their lost items. Bizarrely, you found a cash machine. Yep. Producer Rhea on Blackman's Bay Beach found a GoPro with pictures of fishing on it. If that's yours, give us a call, one triple three five three. We've withheld a little bit of information so we can make sure it gets back to the right owners. I lost $166 if anyone finds it. <laughs> um, just return it here. Three fifties. It was my last money that I had for payday. Oh, dear. But so that's, the $1, a, that's a lot of money. Was it? How did you lose oh, that? Because mum doesn't know how to use online, so she'll buy something online, then then she I pay for it, she gives me cash. Yeah. I stupidly put the cash in my pocket. It was all I had left till payday five days ago. Payday's tomorrow. And oh, I've just forgotten about it, and it slipped out. So well, if anyone finds If you found $166. No, 165 The dollar managed to stay in my pocket. <laughs> Oh, well, that's all right. Jenny and Snug's giving us a call. Good morning, Jenny. Hi. Why are you calling us, Jenny? Um, I'm just calling out, yeah, what have I lost? Well, oh, what have I found? We, um, hubby and I do a bit of renovating, and um, the last house we renovated, we really ripped it and, you know, linings off the walls. We came across a handwritten receipt. Um, the handwritten receipt had a date on it. We figured it was a deposit for, like, the land, the people that built this house. Uh, back in 63, the date on the receipt was my birth date. Wow. That's freaky stuff. It was my birth date. That's yep. supernatural stuff. That yeah. Was the place haunted as well? No. It was a gorgeous house. We actually aren't in it now, but it was a great house. Really. Were you born in the house, Denny? Beautifully built, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt it for a second. Triple M 
After nine consecutive interest rate rises, the Senate tubes has grilled the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe overnight. This is the man who, before all of these recent increases, told Australians that interest rates wouldn't rise until 2024, and also that rates would not rental rates would not be affected. Someone from that committee. Tasmanian Senator for the Greens, Nick McKim, was there asking the tough questions and he joins us now. Good morning, Senator. Good morning, folks. How are you going? Nick, you were there yesterday as you grilled the RBA boss and you asked him about what he would say to the renters and mortgage holders of Australia who are, quote, getting smashed by interest rate increases while the major banks are pulling in mega profits. This was Philip Lowe's response. I find it, you know, personally, it's kind of um, disturbing. I really, you know, people are really, really hurting. I understand that. But I also understand that if we don't get on top of inflation, it means even higher interest rates and more unemployment. So uh, uh, the, the banks um, are profitable, it's true. It's, um, it's, it's a positive for the country. We want strong, resilient banks. Um, I know it's hard for people to accept when they're suffering uh, problems with their personal finances, but the country is better off from having strong, resilient, effective banks who can provide the financial services that we need. Senator Nick McKim, were you happy with that response? Oh, look, I wasn't happy with that response. I mean, the, the situation is that, as I said, renters and mortgage holders are getting smashed. And what's happening is that the profits of the banks are going through the roof. And that's a result of the RBA putting up interest rates nine times in a row, as you said, after effectively promising that they wouldn't go up until 2024. And people are really, really hurting out there. And it's all very well for the RBA governor to say, oh, look, he reads a few letters from them and you know, he understands their pain. But, like, people are genuinely struggling and uh, we're in a rental crisis. Um, people who've recently entered the, the property market and got big mortgages uh, are turning inside out on those mortgages and it's a really difficult situation for a lot of people. Should he resign? I mean, there was so many Tasmanians went into added debt because he all but guaranteed interest rate rises would not go up until next year. No, he did. And absolutely, in, in my view and the Greens' view, he should resign. And that's because the RBA might be independent, but that should never mean a lack of accountability. And someone has to step up and be accountable for this litany of mistakes that the RBA has made. And the buck has to stop somewhere. And whether uh, Dr Lay likes it or not, the buck stops on his desk. How is this Senate Estimates Committee helping everyday Tasmanians? Well, what we're doing is raising the issues that are actually impacting on so many Tasmanians. So we've got a rental crisis mm -hmm. in Tasmania at the moment. Rents are going up about 10% per annum after Dr Lowe said that the impact of interest rate rises on rents was not a first-order issue. So, you know, if you're even lucky enough to be able to find somewhere to rent in Tasmania, you are paying through the nose for... Uh, for what should be a human right for everyone, and that is having a home. So, yeah, look, um, it's it's on Dr Lowe, but it's also on the government because the government's got a lot of levers they could pull and they are refusing to pull them. Is it up to our government to identify and help those doing it tough? 
Look, absolutely it is. And one thing the government could do, and it's Greens policy, is just put a two-year freeze on rent rises because rents have just gone up so much at the moment that, that people are just struggling on a week-to-week basis to pay rents. But the other thing the government could do is to provide genuine cost-of-living relief to people. And the first and best thing they could do is put dental and mental health into Medicare. Like people are just avoiding getting their teeth done at the moment and, and teeth are rotting out of people's mouths. Last time I looked, your mouth was part of your body. The rest of your body is covered by Medicare and dental care and mental health care should be in the Medicare system. That's so ironic, Nick McKim, because we literally off air, Chews was telling me how he had to go to the dentist and it cost him 200 bucks out of pocket. And I said that exact same thing. This is why people don't go. It's the same with the Medicare gap when you've got people having to be out at 100 bucks 90 bucks out of pocket every time they go to see a doctor if they can get in and that pushes their more people into the emergency department that's exactly right and and the health system needs a major investment and major reform and certainly dental and mental into medicare is a key part of that and the other one is um, increasing the medicare uh, uh, rebate, which would actually lower and, and reduce the out-of-pocket costs for going to a GP. As you said, there's so many mistakes that were made. I mean, the house prices didn't just go up overnight. It was uh, it was like over 20 months. Ridiculous prices. And there's also not a cap in Tasmania on how much rents can go up like other states. And as you mentioned before, Senator Nick McKim, the banks are announcing huge profits, $5.2 billion, the Commonwealth Bank of Australia announced yesterday. That's right. It's a record half-yearly profit for the Commonwealth <laughs> Bank. And when I put it to Dr Lowe uh, yesterday, he accepted the proposition that when interest rates go up, so do bank profits in the short term. So um, we've, we're basically seeing a mass transfer of wealth in this country out of the pockets from the people who are doing it the toughest mm-hmm. and into the pockets of people who are already wealthy and into the profit margins of the big banks. So what do we it's, it's do, a disgrace. What actually. do we do as broadcasters to help? Because Jubes and I get so many calls off air of people that are pensioners from all walks of life that have never had trouble before saying, I could be homeless if there's another rate rise. What, what can we do, Senator? Well, I think you do what you're doing, which is keep talking about it. And when you get politicians from the major parties on who want to support quarter of a trillion dollars worth of inflationary stage three tax cuts that overwhelmingly benefit the billionaires and the super wealthy, politicians that support negative gearing and the capital gains tax discount, which are tax policies that are driving house prices through the roof. When you get politicians who are backing in the RBA's interest rate rises, um, hold their feet to the fire. Senator Nick McKim, Tasmanian Green Senator. Thank you so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Thanks, Woody. Thanks, Tubes. Go well. It's Triple M Breakfast. Our state's best on show. Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tassie Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. We've got two players right now playing Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tassie Trivia. Fiona in Waterloo. Good morning. Morning, morning, guys. Oh, and Ben's there too, just piping in from Lauderdale. Good morning, Ben. Oh, sorry, jumped early. Morning, did, guys. You did a little bit. That's okay. He's ready to go. Fiona, can you test your buzzer, please? Fiona. Beautiful. And nice. Ben, can you test yours? Ben. Beautiful. All right, here we go. Multiple choice questions. If you know the answer, feel free to buzz in. Which group of workers in the health industry plan to strike next Thursday? Ben. Ben. Allied health workers. 
Well done, Ben. You're one up. Fiona, you need to get this one, otherwise Ben's got the 100 bucks. In what year was the University of Tasmania founded? Was it A, 1980 or B, 1890? Fiona. Fiona. 1890. Well done, Fiona. Excellent work. All right, tiebreaker here. (laughs) What is... What's that? I love tiebreakers. This is where it becomes more about me and I build the suspense. You've already had... Here we go. Question number three. A tiebreaker. It's going to be a good one. Shush, Woody. (laughs) What is the name of the theatre in the Salamanca Arts Centre? A, the Wattlebird Theatre. B, the Peacock Theatre. Ben. Ben. Ah, the Peacock Theatre. Well done, Ben. You've won 100 bucks thanks to Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. How does that feel? Nice one, guys. Thank you. What are you going to do with 100 bucks? Or are you going to come back tomorrow for 200 uh, I think I'll take the money and run, guys. What are you going to uh, do with The weather it? like it is, probably head out somewhere, beach, get some lunch, for the kids. Oh, love Tre- it. Don't forget to treat yourself, Ben. Yeah, I'll do my best. Well done. We'll be playing it again Thanks, tomorrow. It's the game that makes you go, <laughs> Santa loves it. This is Woody and Tubes. Love your texts coming in through on 0488881073. Metro have cancelled two out of the three buses that go on the X10 route this morning. It's bad enough that they barely have buses to do this route and no weekend or public holiday services. And now they cancel two-thirds of them for the morning. That is the X10 route going from Austin's Ferry into the city, Woody. Disappointing stuff, really. We've been following this every single morning. And by about 6am today, there were 100 cancellations already. We have put in calls with the Transport Minister. He... We hope to hear from them. Oh, how long does it take? Because last time I checked, people were trying to catch buses every morning. (laughs) Well... Matt in Howrah says, I am sick of hearing the opposition bad-mouthing the current government about the bus crisis without having a plan themselves. Can you guys get the shadow minister on and grill him about what the Labor Party will do about the bus crisis and how they will do it? Matt from Howrah, get on you, Matt. Absolutely. We'll do that. See what we can do. We'll get. We, they will come on next week. Hey, guys. Jeez. This... That light rail wouldn't be a bad option now with all the bus cancellations mm. and traffic issues in the northern suburbs. Fair point, Mr. Anonymous or Ms. Anonymous. And Trish in Bridgewater says, Morning Wood in Tubes, listening to the story on the Reserve Bank of Australia. Does this bloody man suffer the raised cost of living? Does he struggle to put food on his table? And I'm sure he has a lovely roof over his head. People have nowhere to live. He's not in touch with everyday Australian people. With him, millions of, with his millions of dollar income. Meanwhile, people are hurting and this man has no idea how hard it is for you. Good on you, Nick McKim, for making him accountable. Cheers, Trish. We're referring to, we're talking earlier with Senator, Tasmanian Senator Nick McKim, who was grilling the Reserve Bank Governor, Philip Lowe, overnight. He was part of the Senate that was doing so. And, look, it was really, really poor form from the Reserve Bank Governor, I feel. I mean, this is a guy that doesn't have a mortgage, that told Tasmanians not that there wouldn't be interest rates until 2024, a hike in the cash rate. There was. That rents wouldn't be affected. They are. And and why 
has he not resigned? Him and every other crony that he has. And I think Woody's a little fired up about it. No, because what have you lost? take accountability. I know. This is the thing that I'm, frustrates I'm me. Bored. It's all right for him because he's not catching buses and living paycheck to paycheck. I am on board. I want the government to start identifying people who are doing it tough and giving them a helping hand and taxing the $5.2 billion profit for the Commonwealth Bank of Australia this year. Mm. Crazy stuff. Uh, Phil. In yes. West Hobart, has text us in. How good was Kate Blanchett uh-huh. on the Jimmy Kimmel show last <laughs> night? My f- takeaway from this is go to Tasmania. They play real football. This is what Kate Blanchett had to say on Late Night American TV. I mean, the Super Bowl's like, you know, they take a few hits, yeah. but you go to Tasmania and they play real football. On gravel. <laughs> on gravel. That's yeah. true. The Super Bowl, you look at that and go, you're just running around in big dunas. They oh, hit yeah. each other pretty hard, but we big, know big sumo suits. that here in Tasmania, for literal generations and decades and decades, nigh on a century, we've been playing footy on the gravel. We're tough. Give us our own <laughs> AFL team, please. Big show, though, wasn't it? That one? Yeah, I was a bit angry, but I still am. Um, what? You know why? In general. (laughs) Uh, We're all having a laugh, aren't we? um, No, because this stuff to do with the cost of living, it frustrates me. And like I said on the show, I'm happy to hear from the transport minister. I'm happy to hear from the CEO of Metro about the bus cancellations. I'd love to hear from the health minister, which is also our premier, about the pending allied strikes, health Allied health strikes that are happening next week, depending on what day you're listening to this. Don't mm. be alarmed if it's past the this is the 16th of February 2023 at the moment. And if you're listening to this, I'm dead. And by the time no. finish, Woody finishes what she's talking about here, it could be the 17th of February. Have a great day, night, evening, morning. Whatever. Whatever. See you tomorrow. Bye. Woody and Tubes, weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.